This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. President Joe Biden has taken aim at one of Alabama's senators during an economic speech delivered in Chicago. Biden claims that Senator Tommy Tuberville is now getting on board with the massive infrastructure bill that Democrats passed in Congress a few years ago. He says that because Tuberville was recently touting the $1.4 billion in federal funds to be used here in Alabama in order to bring broadband service to rural areas. Biden's referral to Tuberville was during a speech he made on Tuesday. People strenuously opposed voting against it when we had this going on. They were, this was going to bankrupt America. Well, there's a guy named Tuberville from Alabama, Senator from Alabama, who announced he strongly opposed the legislation. Now he's hailing this passage. Here's what he said, quote, it's great to see Alabama receive critical funds to boost ongoing broadband efforts. Senator Tuberville is disputing the claim made by Biden, saying that the $1.4 billion is just a small fraction of a massive spending bill of $1.2 trillion that was passed by the Democrats. Tuberville voted against the infrastructure bill when it was offered in 2021 due to its expansion of massive government spending. And when it comes to the speech that Biden recently gave on the U.S. economy, Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl was on Fox Business afterwards giving the speech a D rating with the TV show host Maria Bartiroma. I, I can't point to anything in, in economic-wise that Biden can take credit for. What we have seen in the early days has been a carryover from Trump's yep. uh, policies, which, which is fantastic. He's taking credit for that. But, but now, now he's wanting you to look past where the real problems are. Yep. We have trade deficit issues. You know, we've got prices that are spiking through the roof. I was in Miami yesterday. I saw yep. fuel at almost $6 a gallon. Being fair, it was near, near an airport, but it was still almost $6 a gallon. Yeah. How, do you, how do you brag about something like that when, when you take it over, it was $1.47 a gallon? It doesn't make sense. But one thing that Democrats are extremely good at is messaging hmm. and they'll keep saying it over and over and over and over till people start believing it. Carl also alluded to the potential impeachment of U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland for allowing the DOJ to interfere in an investigation into Hunter Biden. This comes after an IRS whistleblower said that Delaware's U.S. Attorney David Weiss said before at least six witnesses that Garland had refused to allow Weiss to further pursue charges against Hunter Biden over tax evasion and other violations. The issue with Mayor Garland is pretty clear. Uh, that guy's got to go. Now, can we get it done in the next 18 months? Can we get all this process in the next 18 months? I don't know. So they're going to come up with as many distractions as they can. Yeah. Garland is not a distraction. We need to handle that. But we don't need our view on Garland to override what's happening with, with the Biden investigation either. There are now two Democrats who will be vying for a position on the Jefferson County Commission. Former Senator Doug Jones has announced his plans to run in this special election for the commission, as well as a Democrat donor and real estate developer, David Silverstein. The special election is being held after Steve Ammons stepped down from that position this past May. Ammons was the Jefferson County Commissioner. Whoever wins this seat will determine the party that has the majority vote in that county on the commission. The open seat is for District 5, which entails... Mountain Brook, Vestavia Hills, Homewood, and Hoover. For the Republicans, former Alabama Supreme Court Justice Mike Bolin has announced his plans to run. Bolin has served on the state Supreme Court of Alabama from 2004 up until the start of 2023. 
A federal judge has set the date for a prison sentencing of former Alabama state lawmaker Fred Plump Jr. Plump was accused by the U.S. Department of Justice of running a money kickback scheme in Jefferson County that involved grant money given to improve the community that never made it to the intended recipients. Plump entered a guilty plea to the charges in court. U.S. District Judge Scott Kugler has set the date for sentencing for this October. Plump has been out on bond since the time of those charges. The former sheriff for Barber County was convicted this week of felony ethics violations. 52-year-old Leroy Upshaw served as sheriff until January of 2019. He has been charged by the Alabama Attorney General's Office for using his office for personal gain by writing checks from the sheriff's office bank account to a total of $32,000. Those checks were supposed to support law enforcement officers and prisoners. However, Upshaw deposited the money into his own account. A.G. Marshall made a statement after the conviction of Upshaw saying that abusing taxpayer money and betraying public trust will not be tolerated in this state. Officials within the United States Football League are confirming that the USFL is coming back for another season in Birmingham. USFL President Daryl Johnston spoke about it with WVTM News after the USL played all of their games this past year in Birmingham. This coming July 1st, the Birmingham Stallions will be playing for the championship title within that league. That game will be covered by WVTM News. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the IRS whistleblower whose documents and testimony have blown open the scandal involving Joe and Hunter Biden is now talking to the mainstream media. Gary Shapley was on CBS News to talk about how his efforts to investigate Hunter Biden were prevented or interfered with by those within the Department of Justice and the FBI. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take him? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them. That's correct. Shapley worked for the IRS for 14 years in a criminal supervisory position. A former television show host from Fox News is now speaking out about the recent firing of Tucker Carlson's crew and producers, which all happened this week as Fox announced a new primetime lineup. Megyn Kelly spoke on Newsmax saying it's very abnormal for Fox News corporate leadership to terminate en masse like that, unless, of course, it has more to do with the political stance of Carlson and his crew. This is not normal. I've seen some write-ups of this saying, oh, it's normal when they let somebody go to let go of the staff. Not at Fox News, it's not. They don't do that. That's That, as far as I know, is unprecedented to let the whole staff go. Normally, they find you a landing spot. So what that tells me, Eric, is... That's further evidence for the fact that this may have indeed been ideological. You know, that the Murdochs, that Suzanne Scott, that those in charge over at 1211 did not like Tucker's opinions, his voice and him pushing back on their heterodox thoughts when it comes to old school republicanism. Right. They didn't like him thinking outside the box, although they wanted credit for liking him. But the truth is, he said too many things that went against the Fox News line. The old man likely got ticked off. Because why else would they fire his entire remaining staff? A conservative radio host who once also worked on Fox News now says he's been targeted by YouTube for censorship. Todd Starnes puts his podcast on that platform until recently. That's when he was told that he was being banned for violating community guidelines. Starnes says he recently showed 
video of naked homosexual men riding bicycles down the street in the city of Seattle, all as part of the pride parade that promotes the homosexual lifestyle and transgender ideology. Here is Starnes describing on his podcast what happened next. They were These grown men were exposing themselves to these children. I shared this video on YouTube, and I get a, an immediate message back from YouTube saying, your channel is hereby terminated. So they have literally deleted my entire YouTube channel with thousands of followers, hundreds of videos. They said that that video violated their community standards. Well, you know what? It should have, and it should have, it should have violated everybody's community standards. But that's what was happening in the streets of, of Seattle, Washington. And at the start of this week, the Daily Detail played audio of what was being chanted by the crowds in a New York City Pride and Drag march. In case you didn't quite catch that, they were saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. That audio has been circulating for days on social media and within conservative news cycles. Now several LGBTQ activists and spokespersons, as well as NBC News, are trying to modify how that chant is being perceived by parents who find it very alarming. NBC even wrote an article quoting several homosexual activists who say that the phrase is not as bad as we're hearing it. And even the chairperson for the Gay Liberation Front, Carla J., went on to say that the phrase was simply an effort to destigmatize the LGBTQ community and to lessen the sting of accusations that have come from right-wingers that the LGBTQ community are out to groom children into this ideology and sexual practice. Carla J. then went on to tell NBC News that the chant was meant for the crowd taking part in the parade and wasn't necessarily to be watched on video afterwards. So according to Jay, the LGBTQ crowd was trying to destigmatize the term amongst themselves. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 